growing on me. So the I think after after this many days, it's growing on me. So the other little comment, little sidebar on that recording, and you can go back and listen to it, and you should. Is uh, is that available to download on iTunes? Not yet. Um, but in the you know you ever see that rainforest commercial where it talks about uh, closed captioning for the hearing impaired, and there's like a guy cooking bacon in his kitchen, and his wife's playing with a bird, not her, his bird, a bird. <laughs> And it's like tropical, and you're like, "Oh, is he in a rainforest?" But he's actually just cooking bacon in his kitchen. No, that rain sound you hear in the background of that track—that's me cooking bacon in my kitchen. <laughs> I thought you were in the shower. No, no, oh. not not showering. Wow, that's dangerous. You'd ruin your phone. Um, but yeah, we're back again. I feel like we didn't really leave because neither of us got up. But uh, <laughs> this is day five. The final day. The final day of Texas. Texas take two tugboats tour of conversations. <laughs> Tugboat and the chef. I really should take that guy away from him. I, I Texas! Can't, I can't wait Out of to, my cold day. Come and take it! Come and take it! I can't wait to hear how that sounds. And don't wake up the dogs. Um, so anyways, uh, is that poop over there? We'll find out later. So... We're, uh, yeah, could be. So, let's get into it. Let's finish up strong here. So, this is the Thursday. We mentioned at the end of the last episode that we were pretty pumped knowing great tacos were on the horizon. Mm -hmm. And this time, we knew what was in those little tinfoil wrappers, and we went for it. (laughs) Went for it big. Personally, I still made a bagel with some of those white cheese eggs, which was a mistake. Yeah. But I also ate two breakfast tacos, so... I'm two guts. or I have three? You had three, I think. Yeah, I think I three did. We loaded up. Yeah, that was that was a good... So, we're like... We kind of did everything that we really needed to do. The only place that we didn't go to was some, like, German sausage place, like, on the south part of town. We didn't get to uh, LBJ's Presidential Library, which we had interest in doing. Uh, we didn't go back to the Capitol building for Chef to buy his belt buckle that yep. I'm sure was still there. That I didn't need. I didn't actually need it. So we felt like we'd pretty much done what we needed to do. There was only a couple more things on our list. So one of them was uh, Explore 6th Street, which is the terrifying street we've been talking about. Just scary vibes. But I explored it, hopefully, at yeah, 9 a.m. where it's still laden with homeless people <laughs> yeah. bugging the hell out of them. I guess they never leave though Change. if they're homeless it's, it's kind of their home I kind guess. Of their so home. we're kind of walking through their house yeah, that's, well, I guess rude of us yeah. but anyway we went to, we did some tourist shopping and like looked at some souvenir places and uh, just looked at some crap basically and then uh, we went into the Museum of the Weird, which was... Yeah, and this this came... Uh, it was like I, one I of those recommended. Those. Yeah. No, I just found it. Okay. But uh, Austin has this reputation for keeping it weird, so we wanted to kind of get a taste of that. So we thought, let's go to this Museum of the Weird. So it was just part of, like, uh, I think it was a cafe at one point, and then now it's just kind of like a store... And it has this museum in the back and above. So we're going to spend a few minutes talking about that because it, uh, it was an experience. So you, you pay at the front and you go in and it just kind of has like this self-guided portion that is almost like a collecting area. So we went in 
and uh, we're reading about like these again these Fiji mermaids and some of these sideshow things. So just snooping around, looking at stuff. We read about this horrifying ghost story at the uh, hotel, the Driscoll Hotel, which was right beside our hotel. Yeah. And some of the ghost stories that happened there, which, look them up, they're online, terrifying. Um, just kind of look at Bigfoot stuff, looking around, and you saw some two-headed cows, uh, some, you know, Cyclops, Yeah, it was, it was a menagerie of, of weirdness, of weirdness. Yeah. yeah. And there was like, and this, then there was like, uh, like would you uh, call it a mother and son or some kind of weird. Anyway, there was these two other people that were kind of gumming up the works. Oh yeah, I don't so think slow. they read very well. Um, but there was like TV movie props of like creatures and yeah, there yeah. was a gremlin from Gremlins too. Um, just a lot of weird, interesting stuff. And then the second portion is like a guided tour. So this tour guide brings you back and talks about a few things and talks about the history of the museum and some other weird stuff and then you go and see a special exhibit and then there's a, th- a third portion so our tour guide was a weird guy uh, a strange man yeah he was, a, he was a bit weird yeah he uh, very dry sense of humor I thought he was pretty funny um, but just kind of an awkward guy and uh, a lot of weird piercings and dressed kind of not how, I wouldn't choose those clothes but uh, nice guy so and he made everyone have a good time which was nice so we looked and he talked about tunnels under the city and at this point when he's like made you lift that thing up and like it was really things, heavy that door well yeah that's why he didn't want to do it <laughs> but all this stuff I'm like 80% of me is like, this is all BS. They're just making this up to try and freak people out. I don't care for this at all. This isn't even fun. Yeah, but, and we got this, we got this tour expecting basically nothing. Yeah. And then we, and it we, was cheap. we did this little walk thing in the building. And, and I was and like, oh, like, this oh. is going to suck. And then, and then it became, in, and then it turned into a guided tour where they talked more about like the history in the building and then some of the, um, some of the hauntings in, in other buildings and then history about the building itself and, and how the like owner and yeah the owner and, and Johnny Depp lived upstairs when they were yeah. filming uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape and it, yeah just, just talking about the area and about Austin being weird and it, it started to get interesting and then we went into the special exhibit which I had watched a video in the first part because um, they were on Shipping Wars and they, if you don't know what Shipping Wars in, it was a, you know, I guess ill-fated show on A&E um, where these contracts come up and these, like, independent shippers, basically a person with a truck and a trailer, bid on it and all this stuff. Anyway, it was the owner buying this thing from Minnesota and he wanted to drive it to Austin, but he demanded to be in the truck. And what it was was this frozen Iceman of Minnesota, which I'm sure everyone's heard of. It was on Unsolved Mysteries. With Robert Stack. Which Unsolved. they showed the clip. They showed, yeah. So and like, that was terrifying for me, by the way. The, the music like, just haunts me. Like, that was always a really creepy show, Unsolved Mysteries. Yes! And just the, the delivery. And, and as a child, like, it, it was, was scared. It was one part to it. Oh. true crime. One part, like, actual unexplained. unexplained. Uh, and like one part weird stuff, and then yeah. Robert Stack's voice. I don't know the whole thing. It was, anyway, 
That's sidebar. But so they talk about it. They show the unsolved mystery clip. They talk about how the owner got it. And then you walk up on this platform and look into this giant freezer, which runs constantly, of this thing, man thing, in the ice. I'm pretty sure it's a man that froze to death and his skin turned black because of frostbite, but they call it like an ape. But his hair was sticking out the top of the ice. Yeah, you pointed that out. I was and like, his arm, his arm hair was sticking out because one hand was over his head. Yeah, and this arm hair was sticking out, and it was like three and a half, four inches long. Yeah, it's pretty like it could be a fake thing, like a sideshow thing, but could also be real. That's the fun of it is you don't. know. It was on unsolved mysteries. Yeah, and legit. So, and the owner, like the word is, the owner doesn't want to jeopardize the integrity of the exhibits and likes not knowing and so he won't have it tested or won't send it for testing well it's more valuable not knowing right yeah so anyway we got to see that and then he's like okay and for the third part just go up to johnny depp's apartment up there and uh see what happens yeah so johnny and i'm I'm getting kind of nervous because i'm like we're seeing some weird stuff and this is starting to get weirder and weirder and you know it and it, it purposely, they're, like, trying to get to the edge of your comfort zone. So we go in, and it's a live freak show. And Johnny Depp wasn't there. No, he wasn't. This was, this was he before, wasn't home. This was before Johnny Depp was uh, was famous. Like, yeah. He was just getting his start. The apartment sucked. It, it if was that horrible. was the whole apartment. And he, li- and he lived there with... Uh, the lead was, singer of the Butthole the, Surfers. The, the, the drummer of the Butthole yeah, Surfers. Yeah, whatever the girl of the Butthole Surfers. I forget yeah. her name. Um... So, but butthole no, no, no. surfers was memorable. Was it butthole surfers? It was crash test dummies. No, it's butthole surfers because they're from Austin, apparently. We'll look it up later. Yeah, uh, well, somebody that will fact check. The bassist that. or the yeah fact yeah. Some Fake girl, news. Johnny Depp. Look it up. Um, but the apartment care. was like I'm one stone room. I'm not convinced it was room. a girl either. Just for the record. Whatever. Either way. Uh, so we go in there, and there's this really lively guy named Dan with the amazing face. I remember his name and wrote it down. Uh, his and he had like I think he had some like green or blue whatever and, hair. And, and his dog was there. Yeah, it was three, the dog three legged dog. Um, I don't know, but he, he talked about the dog a lot. Nice, nice looking dog. Cute. Um, so yeah, this thing is uh, he does these live freak shows not associated with the quote unquote museum. And uh, he just but works it, for tips. It, it fills out the tour. Like it, oh, yeah. It, it totally filled it out. Yeah, not expecting that at all. Like, really caught me off guard. I'm like, what is going to happen here? Yeah, I think, like, friends with the owner or something like that. Like, yeah. To get, yeah. A nice guy. Like, lively guy. Very personal. I'm sure he paid the bills. Yeah. So, we uh, we all cram in. And there was a good amount. There was, like, what, eight or ten of us on this tour? Yeah. So, we cram in. And this mother and daughter did not look comfortable sitting in the front. Uh, she was cute, though. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's the, the other daughter. part we missed is the quote-unquote guided was that's where all the real Wax Museum movie mm, horror movie yes. characters were. So well, you got into King Kong's fist, and yeah. we got a picture of that. Yeah, fisted was, by the Kong. There was the Wolfman. There was the thing from Black Lagoon. A couple of Draculas. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was neat. That was all before the freak show. Yeah, then the freak show. Then the Whoops, freak show. Forgot that part. That's how memorable it was. Whoops. Uh, and then uh, so this Dan guy, he's like, yeah, and he like uh, puts a those long like balloon animal balloons in his nose and then out his mouth and then 
pumped up both sides of it and then made the dog, but while it was in his face. <laughs> um, and he was being like pretty funny about it. Um, so he did that first, and then he rammed scissors in his nose, and yeah. then he put like a four-inch spike in his nose. It was more than a four-inch. That was like a, a six-inch yeah, spike. Yeah, that was, it that was, was sticking was, out like two inches. Yeah. So he's just basically putting stuff in his nose like johnny depp just jamming whatever he can up his nose so yeah in those days but uh i'm sure yeah yeah. so fun fun little thing and like you can tell some of the older people are not loving it uh, not feeling super comfortable i'm he's like and he kept asking is this okay like everyone okay with this as he's putting scissors in his nose and uh I was like, yeah, like this is the. Uh, I'm weird. watching this guy do this. Super weird, but I'm not like gonna puke. Like if he started pulling his teeth out, I probably would have felt queasy or like breaking them off. The one interesting part, he was talking about these like these sideshow people with these abilities to jam things in their face, and he's like, he had learned there's you have really to have, like three things. Yeah, there's only like four people that really do it well that you want to go learn from. Yeah, you have to three have a of great them, teacher. Three of them are in the States, and one of the guys is from London, Ontario. Yeah. Just, and, a, just a stone's throw. Yeah, which we were, like, and we kind of did like a, woo, <laughs> which he just, just right by <laughs> yeah. it. His was from North Carolina. And uh, and then you have to have like a you know willingness yeah. to do it, and yeah. I forget what the third thing was. So I guess I'll never be able to do it. But uh, his finale, which I was very confused, because uh, he's like, "I'm gonna do this next trick," and uh, what he did was put the spike in his face, and then up his like yeah in his, in nose, his nose, yeah, and then six inch spike tased the spike with 50,000 volt taser taser to the nail which is essentially in his brain and he's like yeah uh i've passed out a few times doing this if i fall forward or he's like if i fall backward don't worry i'll wake up if i fall forward don't worry because i'll be dead just leave (laughs) and someone take the dog so he did it and i guess like he said he timed it wrong so he was kind of like oh and just like as if he had just eaten a hot pepper was his reaction to taking 50,000 volts in the brain. And we were all just like, and you videoed it, so we yeah. had the video, but we were just, everyone in the room was just like, what? Like, nobody was like shocked or scared or anything. They are just like, what, did, did that just really happen? Like, what is going on? Where are we? And he didn't react like... There's no yelling or... Yeah, outwardly he enough. He just kind of went, it- oh! And then just needed to take a moment after yeah, it. Like, he was just kind of like breathing out of his nose. People started clapping. He's like, it's not, no. It's he's not, like, don't bother clapping. It wasn't that good. I was like, what? <laughs> and then he's like, okay. And then uh, last trick uh, we can't do in here. And kind of went on. And then, but that was the end of the tour. So I was like, I went outside thinking like we paid him handsomely. Uh, tipped him pretty good. I like think $10 each or something. I think so, yeah. And then we were standing outside of the thing. And I thought there was going to be like another trick that he couldn't do in that room oh i didn't think that. and you're on the phone like somebody had called and you're like i have to take this call for a second so i'm standing on the balcony and then they're like the mother and daughter had to go watch the ice man thing that they missed and everyone's kind of dispersing i'm like when's the last trip what's happening here and uh so i just went like let myself back into the self-guided museum read the last couple of things i had missed on the first one and then that was that yeah. But the Museum of the Weird, if you have an hour, go go do it. It's cheap. Not as cheap as the Capitol Tour, but uh, 
very different from anything else I've done probably in my life. Yeah, no, that was good. So now we're in the dregs. So we went and checked out. We have all our luggage, and we're like, we need to go to Torchy's Tacos. Yeah, and on the way back, we took an interesting way into Austin, and then we drove by a Torchy's Tacos. Yeah, we basically came up Commerce Street the entire length of the yeah, city. which then made me remember Chef Hans's reco of Torchy's Taco, and, and I'm like... Reco for regular people means recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> in English. Yeah. Uh, so we said, let's, uh, let's go to Torchy's. So we took all our luggage and Ubered to Torchy's Tacos <laughs> and then pulled our roller bags through the line. Which was, the good thing was, it was like, uh, order at the counter and go sit down. Yeah. Because then we could, like, be, like, we didn't have it to wasn't, have it wasn't weird. luggage. It, at, wasn't no, weird. it wasn't weird. It's, yeah, to have all yeah. your bags. So we, so we did that and, uh, I had just breakfast tacos for lunch again only a couple hours after breakfast tacos at breakfast you got you went wilder with it yeah I, more. I had a catfish a sort of a cajun catfish one i had a i think it was chicken was the trailer park taco yeah. extra trashy yeah which meant like more cheese or liquid cheese or liquid something. cheese rather than lettuce <laughs> yeah that's what it was <laughs> and then trailer park version and then i had a seared tuna taco so yeah there it was it was, it was i would very I would good highly recommend it was weird that they weren't they didn't serve alcohol that was that was the weird thing yeah i got a they didn't have like it was kind of more like that hipstery so they didn't have like mainstream pop because I, th- I saw this one thing on the machine, and I was like, oh, that'll be Dr. Pepper. I'll, I'll just get a fountain pop, because I'll get Dr. Pepper. Nope. It was some other, like, local companies, which was okay, but not Dr. Pepper. Yeah. So then we get another Uber, and uh, we meet this dude around the corner, and get in, and he kind of said, like, you said, like, hey, how's it going? No reply. So we load up, and turns out he was all the way Spanish, no anglaise whatsoever. Basically nothing. He's trying to ask us. American like, Airlines is all he could say. Yeah, but Amer- it was, no, he didn't even say airlines. He just said American, American, American. That's not how he said it. But, and he also had like he was dressed like he was Bruno Mars, but he had hair like uh, I was. I would say like the. The blonde M and M sort of matted down and sort of yeah, it was interesting. You know, twenty dude. twenty one Jump Street, yeah. He's got that 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 M and M look, too. yeah. So, anyways, we uh, got a ride to the airport with this dude that didn't speak English and somehow got to the right everything. And uh, we were again very early for our flight, super early. I In see, fact, I'm learning with traveling with the tugboat that he just prefers. I yeah. like to be there he, on he, time. He just he'll be stressed out. I wasn't even. You. <laughs> I just want to get to the airport once. We're, after, once we get in, once we're checked in, once we're through once security we're at the gate. <laughs> once we're at I the can gate. Relax. But we. Uh, so to it implies that you're time, not relaxed if you say that yeah. once I get to the gate, I'm relaxed. Well, I'm not, and I get it from my mother because <laughs> she's way worse. But. Uh, so we get there before the gate agent is there to take our bags <laughs> and have to chill for a minute. And then our bags get tagged priority. We go and have, uh, well, you had wine. I had Dr. Pepper at this little Italian restaurant thing in the middle of the terminal. Then our gate changed, so we had to walk to the other end of the terminal. 
and uh, yeah, just had some drinks, had some good times, lots of lots of time there. And plus, the last time we returned from Texas was pretty hectic. So yeah, there was yeah, it was a bit. This was like the opposite. It was like super relaxed, lots of time. What what I thought was the interesting part of that airport, and again, I just want to touch on the Wi-Fi again. Bring <laughs> bring your own. It's horrible. Uh, but what is interesting is you can order uh, takeout six packs of beer to go at all the restaurants. So you can like walk. They've got like a walk up, walk up spot. And this girl that was in front of me got a to go glass of wine and then just brought it on the plane with her. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, I said we should get a six pack, and you're like, mm, yeah, you'd be drinking it on your own. I don't even remember that part. I remember I was like standing near the gate, and you're like, "What are you doing? There's seats right here." <laughs> and we walk like one gate over, and there's like these nice stools with like plug-ins, and, and he's just standing at the gate for just like, for twenty minutes. Toast, like, gotta get home. Gotta get home. See, yeah, not relaxed. No, probably not. But we got on, and then I was in, like I said earlier, I was in the same seat, same plane, <laughs> same issue with my screen, but I was able to watch. The end of Ocean's 8, and then I also watched uh, Tomb Raider, the end of it, which mm. I had started on the way back from Texas, um, and didn't get to finish. The fun part about the flight, classic Air Canada in my experience, is we landed 20 minutes early. Yeah, we made great time. And their gate wasn't ready, so the guy's like, yeah, the other plane said five minutes, so we'll just hang out here for a minute. And we ended up being five minutes late. <laughs> So 20, minute, though, 20 minutes early to so land. We, we and sat then. for 25 minutes <laughs> waiting for the other plane to piss off. And then I think our pilot just fell asleep for like 10 minutes. But uh, yeah, then getting through customs was way faster when you have a passport. Way faster. And yeah. you and I got off the plane quickly because we were towards the front. And then through the customs portion, actually before the customs, we like outwalked all the first class people. So we were the leads, yeah. and then people I mean, that were ahead of us somehow tried to get on the connecting flights, and we that like, was recognized you had to make a turn, and they didn't, so they had to backtrack, so we ended up being first. I've never been first off and like led the charge before, so that was yeah, kind of neat. It was, it was great. And then, well, the other good piece as well was... They just said, like, were you in America? Yes. And they said, okay, go. As we were coming down into customs, there was like a shit ton of people that were coming in from a different yeah. it was like it was like 30 line, flights all lined up, up at once at the door and we kind of came in from the left and i just totally yeah we just cut the har- line, harpoon harpoon the line yeah. and then got right in but i mean we were coming down the someone... escalator from that way yeah. it only made we're sense we're not gonna walk like 200 feet to the end of the line yeah and then no. everyone from our flight also did that <laughs> hi we were hated but people did that to us on the boat tour so karma yeah and then other than that it was a uh, it was quick drop off yeah um, i dropped the chef off and then uh peaced out i think yeah and then went to sleep i didn't even unpack i don't think what i had going on the next day i don't know you had to work or something or you had something yeah and then i took the day to recuperate and then and i was feeling great and then i drove to my homeland and then promptly got sick for the entire holiday that I was there. So I extended it a couple of days just so I could spend some time with my family where I wasn't just in my bed angry at the world. But yeah, so we won. That was Texas. 
We did it. We got you, Texas. You tried to rip us off for a day and a half. We went back and got it. Uh, and then some. Yeah, we got more San Antonio than we bargained for, which I'm really glad yeah. worked that way. Because it is, a f- of, of all the cities we visited, I would say for a short visit, uh, Fort Worth was awesome. Like if you're just going to the stockyards. Dallas was really good. I think we spent the right amount of time in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Maybe another half day would really exhaust it. Really only just to go for rodeo goat burgers again. Yeah, of course. That was, <laughs> that was the best meal we had in Texas, I think. I or think at so. least top three. Yeah. And uh, and then Waco was interesting, but you probably don't need to spend too much time there unless you're getting into the whole Branch Davidian thing, which probably you're doing something else. And uh, yeah, I hated Austin the most of all the cities because of uh, 6th Street. And getting robbed the first time. Yeah. But, I mean, when you're in stuff, like when you're in the Moonshine Grill, it was fun. Yeah, well, that was fun. In the Iron Cactus, it's good. You know, that Coopers. Coopers, yeah. Watching. Capitol Building. But to get places, yeah. less fun. We should have stayed in the North End or the South End again, probably. That's what I'd recommend. If going back, I would either stay... It was Round, Round Rock we no, stayed? No, not even that far north. Just that area where all the bars were. Mm-hmm. It's probably expensive. Or in the South End, like South Congress. There's some cool stuff down there. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so that was Tugboats Takes Texas, Take Two, Tumultuous Tour of Trepidation. It's completely terminated. <laughs> so that's it. Conversations, Cheese in the Tugboat will be back shortly. And uh, thanks to the chef for his uh, involvement in this now 11-part Texas miniseries. Yeah, Texas! <laughs> God, I will not get used to that. Uh, it does make a pretty good size noise. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this. And if you didn't, well, uh, it was free, so you can't complain. All right, bye! Bye! bye.